Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat all from the comfort of your home. Visit betterhelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, whatever time of day it is, wherever you're listening to this, welcome back to the official England podcast, the only podcast that gives you exclusive daily access to the Three Lions. I'm, of course, Adam Smith. This is episode four, and we are now just one day away from Euro 2020 kicking off. We've been waiting for what seems like an eternity for this tournament, and I, for one, cannot wait. But you're all here for one reason, and that reason is, of course, England. We've already had Harry Kane, Calvin Phillips, and Jordan Pickford on the series so far, and here's what's coming up in today's show. We'll bring you the latest news from St George's Park, including a special cap for all the players. We've got an update on the all-important injury news and Jack Grealish was on press conference duty. As soon as I finished the game the other night, Dean Smith messaged me saying, well done, but you need to run him behind more. We'll also be speaking to Josh Denzel about the mood in the camp. They they are in some form. I mean, the competitive spirit, we could see that in training. They were doing some sprints and it was like they'd scored a winner at the Euros final every time somebody won. As well as his latest Lions Den episode with Champions League winner Mason Mount. Is there anyone who takes like abnormally long to get ready? So you've yeah. got to come down for dinner. You know what I'm going to say. Go on, you just tell me. Who do you think I'm going to say? I think his name starts with Ch- and ends with Lee. <laughs> <laughs> Plus, we'll have the very first entry from the Three Lions diary room, courtesy of Jaden Sancho, as he reveals the most competitive teammate in the squad. Me and him, we always have competition like on and off the pitch. Like... You know, who's better, who's faster, things like this. Yeah! Yeah, It's good to have competition on off the pitch. And we've saved the best for last because Kyle Walker spoke exclusively to me on the official England podcast. And needless to say, he was on superb form. I always say to the young ones, you might think I'm old or they give me a little bit of stick. But I said, if you want to, any of you want to race me, then I'm more than happy to give you a race and I'll probably give you a next start as well. I've had my pre-match chicken and pasta. Let's get into it. Listening to the official England podcast. Right, let's get you up to date with everything that's been happening in the camp over the last 24 hours. It was another busy day at St George's Park yesterday. 25 players were involved in training with just Harry Maguire absent as he continues his step up to full fitness indoors. That means Bakayo Saka and Jordan Henderson were both back in action. It was a very special day too for all 26 players as they were the first to be presented with their own commemorative legacy cap by the gaffer to mark their special place in the lineage of the Three Lions. It's a tradition the FA adopted after England played their 1,000th game in November 2019. Robert Barker is number one as he was England's keeper in football's first international match way back in 1872. 
So from September 2021 onwards, all senior debutants will now get a special red velvet cap with their newly established legacy number on the front. To give you a few numbers, Gareth Southgate was 1071, Jordan Henderson was 1170, and recent debutant Sam Johnston was 1262. I wonder if I get a cap for doing this. Probably not. Anyway, moving on, Jack Grealish took centre stage at the press conference. Here's what he had to say. You only have to, to look at the, the players in my position. You know, most of them have just come back from playing in the Champions League final and, and the Europa League final, whereas I've been injured for a while. So, um, you know, the competition's there, but um, I think it's, you know, a nice competition to have. And, yeah, I don't really think it's a matter of, you know, have I done enough to start? Um, I'll be ready, uh, you know, when called upon. As soon as I finished the game the other night, the manager... Dean Smith messaged me saying, well done, but you need to run in behind more. It's something, you know, that I can still, I, I still know that I need to work on. Uh, you know, you look at the likes of like Mason Mount, you know, he's he's so good, you know, uh, with the ball coming to feet, but he can also run in behind as well. You only have to look at videos from Russia in 2018 and the nation coming together um, and that will only, you know, spur us on and, and make us perform better. So fingers crossed um, that can happen. The Three Lions diary room has swung open its doors for the players to reveal what life is really like at St George's Park. And Jaden Sancho was first in the hot seat to dish all the dirt on which player he gets most competitive with and how his fellow Dortmund teammate Jude Bellingham has been settling into the squad. Here's what he had to say. It's always a pleasure getting called up um, for the England squad and obviously linking up with, you know, some or my other teammates. And me and Hendo get on really well, so me and him, we always have competition like on and off the pitch, like, you know, who's better, who's faster. My guy, Jude Bellingham, what a guy. I remember him coming to Dortmund, um, it was funny because he was very shy and quiet and, you know, he, he said to me at start, he thought he wouldn't like me. I don't know why, I don't know why, but, you know, as he got to know me, he started to like me and things like that and now we're, we're close and you know, every time he's here, I see him in our corridors, always check up on him and see how he's doing and you know, I'm very happy for him. Him being 17 and getting called up for the Euros is very, very big. I find it always good when I'm here at England, it's always fun, um, the vibe is always good and you know, I always, you know, I miss them on the pitch as well because obviously I play in Germany, you know, so it's nice to see, you know, some old faces when I come back to England and yeah, just here to have a good time. Josh Denzel is well and truly at home at St George's Park now and Lions Den is in full flow. And yesterday's show, he spoke to Mason Mount. Is there anyone who takes like abnormally long to get ready? So you've yeah. got to come down for dinner. You know what I'm going to say. Go on, you just tell me. Who do you think I'm going to say? I think his name starts with Ch and ends with Lee. <laughs> <laughs> he takes, yes, Ben Chilwell. Takes a lot of pride in his barnet. I've seen. Um, he takes a long time and he... Sometimes he just has it where he just wakes up and he can just leave it. Yeah, and then that's a good day. Sometimes he's slicked back. Knocking on the door, being like, he's got training for him. Yeah, so he, he loves that, yeah. Don't forget, you can watch Lions Den on England's Twitch and YouTube channels live daily at 4pm. I'm pleased to say Josh Denzel, presenter of Lions Den, joins me now. Josh, another day, another day in the sun at St George's Park and another Lions Den episode. Talk to me about what you've been up to today, mate. Yeah, today was a big one. Champions League winner. We had Mason Mount in the, uh, in the Lions Den studio. Before we'd even started recording, he was on the golf course. 
He was on the basketball. He won't stop. He doesn't stop. He's like he's like a Duracell bike. He's energy everywhere. And I'm, I'm not one to dig you out, mate, but you're usually bang on time. You kept me waiting a little bit today, mate. I would say about half an hour. So can you explain why you were late and why I've been stuck in this hot room waiting for you? <laughs> you know what? I, I have to apologise, but I'm not... I, I, I apologise, but I'm not sorry because me and Mason Matt just had <laughs> the most intense game of horse but on the basketball, right? Because... We've got a basketball hoop outside Lions Den yeah. Studio, right? And you know what he's like? You, you know, you know the boys, they get competitive. And I'm a bit competitive myself. So he goes, right, come on, let's go. Right, first one to miss gets a H. Bang. There we go. Bang. There we go. I, I, I'm claiming I'm claiming like I scored all of them. I didn't. There was a few misses in there. But <laughs> as soon as he won, he was like, right, on to the next one. How do we make this harder? He's like, you copy mine. Really? You copy my move. And I'll copy your move and we'll see if this works. He's going through the legs, over his head. He's trying to shoot from behind the backboard. So, yeah. And then and then it escalated into him uh, kicking the basketball in the hoop from about 40 up. Wow. So, yeah. Love that. I love I love how competitive he is as well. I saw his golf checkers on the show. You talked about his <laughs> basketball. Can't wait to see his competitive juices flowing on the football pitch as well. Another big thing that happened today as well as Lions Den was, of course, the official squad photo, which is always, as a fan, I don't know if you agree with that, Always, it's always a massive moment, that, isn't it? I always like seeing that. Question for you, Josh, is you're in and amongst the players. I can't sneak in because I'm doing this remotely, but you're at St George's Park. Did you manage to sneak into that? Do you know what? I think the team photo is so big because it's, like it's like a stamp on a moment in time, right? It's like you remember the yeah. time remember the kit but I haven't had my hair cut you see so I feel like if I was to get in there I wouldn't look as fresh as some of the boys because they're strolling around with this, <laughs> the tightest fades here you obviously got Foden's new trim I'd, I'd be looking a mess I thought you know what I'd leave it I'd leave it to the professionals I, I wouldn't even bother sneaking in the back because I'd stand out like a sore thumb let's talk about Phil Foden's new trim I've spoken to a few of the boys about it what would you make about it because it's everyone's talking about it aren't they I'm a huge fan I'm a huge fan because HD Cuts is the barber and I, I know him well. So I know he wanted to do something a little bit special. And I mean, my God, is it special? I like that he's got an element of the waves in there. It's like, it's silver. It, it, you know what? It's brash. And we saw, we saw, we've seen whole teams do the same haircut. I remember I think Wales 2016 might have all gone for the bleach blonde. He might just be starting a wave. You never know. You might see throughout the tournament, if we keep winning, everyone might do the photo. Yeah, that'd be amazing, wouldn't it? And just tell me what else has been going on. You've been speaking to any other boys. You've got spies everywhere, as you said. What else has been going on today? I've got some. I've got some spies everywhere. You know what? It's I've got to keep. I've got to keep some some things to myself, guys. You know what I mean? This is this information has got to stay inside SGP. We can't we can't be giving the fans absolutely everything. But no, I, can, I like I can, it. I can say that the boys are in are in fantastic mood. You know, I've, I've uh, I bumped into I bumped into Luke Shaw. He was uh, he was in a very good mood. Congratulated him, and we're just talking about talking about life. I, I was with uh, I was I was at dinner with my missus in Manchester just before the squad was announced, and uh, and Luke Luke was there having his chicken salad or whatever it was, and yeah. talk about the fact that I was going to the tournament, and he was like he was like, mate, I just I hope I see you there. So I said, give me a little congratulations, to Spud. And he went about his merry way. The, you know, the media day was yesterday, so it was a bit of a calmer day. I went and watched them yeah. train. They they are in on in some form. I mean, the competitive spirit we talked about with the basketball, you could see that in training. They were doing some sprints, and it was like they'd scored the winner at the Euros final every time somebody won. So yeah, they're, they're in they're in good form. Class. And uh, finally, what's next for Lions Den? What can we expect to look forward to, mate, on the next show? Big big show tomorrow. We've got Rashford. Coming on, and he's oh, I love it. Yeah, I know. Yeah, and he's going to be joined by uh, the main man, uh, Wretch Free Two. So he's going to be. He obviously helped with the announcement video. So we're going to have them together. Yeah, brilliant that, wasn't it? Brilliant announcement video. That it was. It was very emotive. So it should be a wicked show tomorrow. So you guys tune in.
Yes, we will do. Josh, always a pleasure to speak to you. Um, hopefully you don't keep me waiting, but there's a, a good reason to keep me waiting. You're getting an insight from Mace. The squad is in good spirits. Mate, you're a top man. Thanks for joining us as always. Pleasure, Smith, as usual. Right, yesterday I spoke exclusively to one of this season's Premier League winners, Kyle Walker, who spoke brilliantly about his role as the oldest player in the squad, the competition for places at right back, and who would win in a 100-metre race between all the players. He also wasn't shy when it came to talking about Phil Foden's Barnet and Kieran Trippier's fortnight playing ability, or lack of. He was quite simply on top form. You're listening to the official England podcast. Walks, thanks for joining us on the official England podcast, mate. How are you? How are you feeling and how's life up at St George's Park? Yeah, feeling good. Obviously, really excited for the tournament that's coming in. And with the players that we've got, I think it's going to be, you know, a good tournament. But we need to produce on the big stage, really. Yeah, now the thing is that the Man City and Chelsea players were obviously given a bit more time off to recover after the Champions League final. So was it a weird feeling as one of the players watching those warm-up games not being involved? How did you find that? Obviously, you know, it's, it's disappointing from what we had to go through as a Manchester City side of it you know to lose it and then you're kind of just wanting to get back onto the football pitch as quick as possible and obviously represent your country in um, uh, in a big tournament it was weird it was weird sat at home obviously it's not a nice feeling I've done it in the past couple of years where I've been sat at home watching the England games and I can assure you it's not a nice feeling but you know I was just excited after a couple of days break um, to get going again and you know meet up with the squad you touched upon the Champions League final there obviously it was another amazing season for you personally uh, and of course for Man City as well you've won so many trophies in recent years but how disappointing was that how hard is it uh, to recover from the Champions League final with the tournament coming so quickly obviously you have a couple of days where you're down uh, I can assure you that but there's no time to be disappointed. Football's a game. It's a game at the end of the day. You have to take your hats off to Chelsea and, you know, a big congratulations to them for putting the game plan in that they did and it won. But um, as I say, now I'm fully focused on England. It's about coming together as a team, whether you're, you know, Manchester United, Man City, Chelsea, Liverpool, Tottenham. We all come together as a team and we do the best for our country and put our England out on. And I suppose the positives with all of that is that the City players, the Chelsea players in the Champions League final, the Man United players were, of course, involved in the Europa League final. Harry Kane got the Golden Boot and the Playmaker of the Award. You've got so many players that are coming into this tournament on, on form. How excited are you about this England squad? Yeah, and don't forget uh, Gascoigne with his hair as well, Phil Foden. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, let's um, talk about that. Let's talk about it. <laughs> I don't know what he's doing. What's he doing? <laughs> You're not having it. What's not having do- it. I think he's a little bit different. <laughs> I think it just shows Phil. I think he's very, he's a very confident lad. He, he shows that on the on the pitch. But first and foremost, he's a down to earth guy. He's really humble, and he just takes things in his stride. And it's just I hope he takes the backlash of this haircut in his stride as well. You're not having the haircut. Go for all the positives. We know he's a top player. He's a great bloke. I've spoken to him before. But Carl Walker is not having. Foden's trim then, is that what you're saying? No, it's got to be a publicist, doesn't it? <laughs> it's got to be. It's got to be. Wait, what can I do? Euros, Gaza. Yeah, go on, dye it blonde. <laughs> so you're not taking inspiration? <laughs> hasn't it hasn't uh, given you inspiration to dye your hair blonde or to do the Gascoigne? I haven't got much hair left, mate, so I'm not playing around <laughs> with it, I tell you that. <laughs> and these are gone. <laughs> We were talking about the positives, though, of the squad. So let's get back to the seriousness of the squad. It's a great squad, isn't it? So many players on form going into it. Yeah, obviously, you've just listed a few there, you know, with the Champions League final, Europe League final. Harry collecting another award. You know, there's a lot of people coming in with form here. And I think it's good. It's good for the nation. Obviously, the boss has got 
a lot of decisions to make in in certain areas but it's it's a positive it's a positive that everyone's going to come in everyone's going to be pushing each other to get to uh, where we want to be and that's in six weeks time come the final I want to ask you as well about the whole right back situation a lot was made about the fact there was four right backs uh, that Gareth picked in the squad of course now three uh, because of the unfortunate news we heard about Trent is that frustrating as a player that plays in, in that position that a lot was made of how many players were picked rather than actually how much strength and depth England do have in that area I think that's something that we need to look at that it's, it's a positive let's not take it as a negative L- let's look at it as a positive that there was four good right backs here obviously you know very unlucky to Trent for him picking up the injury and I wish him you know all the best in, in his recovery but with Trips and you know Reese, it's it's top competition now whoever gets the nod the other ones have to be fully supportive of them and make sure that they can pass on advice if they're seeing something from the touchline or from the bench. Can you pass on advice to get onto you know your player or your your, your teammate and um, that's going to help them? But I think as well, all of us can play in different positions. You know, I was talking at the lunch actually and saying, well, you know, the foreign players come over here and they play in. You know, we, we have we have Joao at, at City. He plays right back, but he might as well be a centre midfielder. Then sometimes he's on the wing. But, you know, you put an English player in, you, you, all right, if he's a right back and you ask him to go and play centre mid, they're like, no, what's he doing? But the foreign lads, they kind of, because they nurtured in that sort of way where they can play a couple of positions, I think it's a positive for English football that it's going in that way, that we're taking bits and bobs from different um, continents, different, you know, nationalities and bringing it into our game because they're proven winners. They've gone and won, you know, the Euros and achieved massive things in their career. So hopefully we can do the same with that. It's a really interesting point you make, actually. And I remember Gareth Southgate almost said a very similar point in his press conference. He said, I don't see four good right-backs. I just see uh, four good players. So as a player that plays in those areas, I, I suppose that t- ties me on nicely to my next question was whether it's frustrating having so many good players or actually do you use it as a positive because it helps you improve as a player given the amount of competition there are for places. I'm not going to sit here and lie. I'd love to be the only right back here because then I'm going to be playing. <laughs> I'm not going to sit here and say, no, it's fantastic. I love no, your honesty, but... mate. It was like that at school when I went to school and you saw the players that played in your position when no one else stood forward. You're quite happy, aren't you? <laughs> yeah, you're not, you're not, you're not too, you're not going to be disappointed in that. But it, for the, for the country, it's, you need the best players here. And now I feel that, you know, with the right back, it's a very, a position in high demand. Now, if I look back 11 years when I first joined here, there was me and Glenn Johnson. I think John Stones, Chris Smalling was playing right back. So from that era to now this era, I just hope that we've had an influence, you know, definitely Glenn Johnson with the bombing forward and Ashley Coles. And, you know, a lot of people want to be fullbacks now. And it shows what good players we can be, that it's not just probably when you thought about it way back then when it was turn the ball in the channel and put a few crosses in. So, you know, for the, for the game, it's good. For the team, it's good. And, you know, just hopefully we can bring something, each and every one of us, to this game wherever we play. Yeah, it's amazing hearing you speak, actually, with such maturity and talking about the role that you have as a senior player in helping the other players. It's really nice to hear that. And I hope you don't mind me saying, but just doing my research, I have looked at the fact that you are the oldest player in the squad. But I'm going to I'm gonna, I'm gonna give you some... Just say, to back that up by saying you are only 31 years of age, so still relatively young. Listen, it's... Um, I've been 11 years here, so I must be doing something right to be called up at, at the age of 31 compared to the the other players. But I always say to the young ones that, right, you might think I'm old or they give me a little bit of sticker because I always shout, oldest starts whenever we're playing a ball possession or a game. Yeah. I'm like, oldest starts just to try and get the ball. <laughs> um, but I said, if you want to, any of you want to race me, then I'm more than happy to give you a race and I'll probably give you a head start as well. 
I like that. And I've been speaking to a few of the City players this season. We always talk about pace and your name does come up a lot in terms of quickest players in the league. Do you, do you still back yourself as, as in terms of quickest player in the England squad? Because a lot of rapid players, isn't it? Where, where, where do you see that race? Who would win a 100-metre race at England? Me. Straight away. Yeah. Easy answer. Yeah, I think if anyone told you any different, they're lying. <laughs> I think me and then maybe 100 metres, Marcus. Yeah. I think Luke Shaw would be up there. Phil Foden's actually pretty quick. Really? Phil Foden's actually pretty quick. Raheem, obviously. So it's it's a team blessed with, you know, a lot of pacing in good areas. So hopefully we just use it to our advantage, really. And I want to ask you about downtime. We spoke to Jordan Pickford and he said that he'll be on Fortnite and that he says that the players we'll be playing Fortnite with will be yourself and Trips. Um, so will you be in that Fortnite gang and what you like at Fortnite? There's room for improvement. There is room yeah. for improvement. Yes, definitely. <laughs> uh, Jordan spent a lot of hours on there, I can tell. Um, but it's great, you know. Obviously, you're in your room. You're getting a little bit of time to yourself, but you're still on the, the PlayStations, talking to each other and having a little bit of banter. Obviously, me, Jord, probably Harry Kane, Harry Maguire. We're really close. We've, you know, got a strong bond here together and we're always sitting together having dinner or talking and messing around. Even though I'm the oldest, as you said, I try and keep young up here. Um, so I like to mix with everyone. I like to make sure that everyone, you know, feels comfortable because it's it's tough being away from home. Being away from home for hopefully six weeks and getting to the final, you're going to go through tough moments. You're going to go through good moments, but it's about just being together. So, you know, if any of the lads are listening or as I said to him, you know, please, if you if you need anything or you're feeling down, please give me a ring or come and knock on the door. I'll always have a coffee with you and, you know, try and be the senior player that I am by, um, you know, putting an arm around someone. That's absolute class, mate. You've said this a lot, actually, in this pod, that you, you've sort of said that you have a responsibility and you just said there, I, I love the fact you said the young players give me a call. When, when did this sort of mindset start with England with you that you realised that as, as one of the senior players alongside Jordans and Harry's that, that you have a responsibility for the young players? Because it's so nice to hear you talk so so openly about it. Yeah, I think I think obviously Jordan and, and H, have, they've got a different role. You know, the skipper and the vice is, you know, a different burden in itself. I like to just be behind the scenes, if I'm being honest. Um, it's the same at City. You know, obviously, we've got the captains on one of the five captains and it's probably matured from there, um, from having a little bit of role and responsibility around the place and just being one of the, the older heads now. You have to pass your knowledge on to them. I've been there. I've been there when you're sat in your room and you're looking at the four walls and you're thinking, you know, what can I do? And you're on the, you know, whether it be social media platforms or something and you're looking at your mates on holiday thinking, oh my gosh, like... I'm here, it's a long time here, what if it doesn't go well, et cetera, et cetera. And you start thinking negative thoughts. But I think with this team and with what the boss has kind of really created over the last couple of years with him being in charge is, is create a club football at the international level. Um, so everyone's in and out of each other's rooms, making sure that, you know, everyone's, you know, upbeat and playing pranks on each other. So it's kind of like a, a mini youth club up there that... You know, when we get onto that pitch and when we cross that white line, they need to know that it's it's game time now. It's serious. We need to work hard. We need to dedicate ourselves to the game. But, you know, downtime is downtime and you need to relax and make sure you feel as comfortable as possible. Yeah, it's interesting. So many of the players said that. I remember speaking to Jack Grealish when I did the squad announcement with him and Gareth, and he said exactly the same, that, that Gareth Southgate's created such a good environment for uh, the players to, to feel comfortable on what is a long camp, as you said. Uh, you mentioned some of the pranks there then. Go on, tell us what sort of pranks go on uh, behind closed doors. Any that you can reveal? There's everything. There's everything. <laughs> there's everything that goes on. You've got... Is there? I didn't expect that with England. I don't know why. I just always thought that was Yeah, a there's thing. everything. There's 26 men that are just going to act ruthless <laughs> at any opportunity. Give... Ruthless? Well, just give them the opportunity 
opportunity, they're there, aren't they? You know, you have to watch your back at all times. But I think it's good. It's good for the team. It's good for the spirit. I mean, if we was here for six weeks and all confined to like just one room, you know, in our own rooms, it's, it's going to it's going to take its toll. For us to be mixing like this, I think it can only be a positive thing. But it's very important, as I've just said there. You know, I've been in a couple of tournaments now where the atmosphere has been great. You know, if we probably got a, a vote on the atmosphere outside the club or outside the, the pitch, we'd have won the tournaments. But it doesn't get you over the line. It can get you so far, but on the pitch and your talent gets you over the line. And that's where we need to turn up in, in big moments or, you know, someone needs to turn up in, in a big moment and make themselves an hero. Maybe fill with the, the Gaza Cup. I <laughs> <laughs> love that you could go back to Phil's Gaza Cup. I don't want to keep going back to Fortnite, but another thing that Jordan Pickford said was that Kieran Trippier is, and I'm going to quote him here, light work at Fortnite. So has Tripp's got to raise his game a bit with regards to Fortnite? If you play Fortnite, Tripp's is a builder, but he's a panic builder. With, he doesn't <laughs> shoot. It. But um, <laughs> it's his tactic. It works sometimes, but most of the time his art felt, you know, fell to my death. That's it. <laughs> and of course, the other thing Jordan said, uh, pre-match tunes, I know he's into his house and he says that a lot of the players pick a different track to play uh, before the game. So what is Carl Walker's song of choice? What kind of things are you putting on? I think we did it prior World Cup, so it does need updating, but I just listen to everything, anything that gets me into the zone. Sometimes I'll listen to actually podcasts. Oh, will you? The official England podcast, Kyle? I will. I might, I might actually listen to this now. <laughs> if, it, if it starts getting a bit more, you know, exciting people on than Harry Kane, who else have you had on? We've had Harry Kane, we've had Calvin Phillips, Jordan Pickford. What's wrong with them? The great, great chats. Pickers is all right. You need to up your game on the other two, though. <laughs> I'll, I'll teach you. By the end of it, they'll be they'll be rolling it out, mate. <laughs> yeah, so it's just whatever gets you into the mood, really. You know, whatever puts you into that zone and, um, and makes you, you know, be pumped up for the game. Yeah, and of course, we love seeing uh, you, you and John Stones are great mates as well. You seem to be mates with a lot of players, but particularly a bit of bromance going on with, with you two. I can tell you're good mates. Any entertainment we can expect from you two throughout the tournament? I'm sure we can come up with something. We'll put our heads together and um, me and John normally provide some sort of clip or meme that goes out there for, <laughs> you know, the World Cup. So I'm sure we'll we'll get one or two. Uh, but if we can have something up our sleeve, I'm, um, I'll let you know. Carl, you are an absolute top bloke. I've spoken to you in the past. You, you're absolutely brilliant. And that was uh, really, really insightful. I hope it's a very good tournament for yourself and for England, mate. And I'm sure we'll catch up soon. No, appreciate it. Thank you ever so much, mate. So that's your lot for today on the official England podcast. Thank you very much for listening. And of course, tomorrow it's finally here, Euro 2020. And I am certainly ready for it. Don't forget to come back every single day throughout the tournament for all things England as our first game against Croatia is fast approaching. Tomorrow we'll have an exclusive interview with Champions League winner Ben Chilwell, plus all the usual gossip and news from St George's Park. If you don't want to miss out, hit subscribe for daily updates on all things England. 
it's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit betterhelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp H-E-L-P. Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for the award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.